1: I'm Seth
2: Peterson. I am Dippy Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. I'm Seth Peterson.
1: I am Dippy Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. <laughs> this is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross.
0: Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin'
1: Pets. Talkin' Pets.
2: Talkin'
1: Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets.
2: Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch.
1: From Hernando County Animal Services in Brooksville, Florida.
3: And also, Dr. Vince Santonzi from the Hillsborough Community College Veterinary Technology Program in Plant City, Florida. And we're here to answer your questions, both medical
0: questions and behavior questions about your pets. When you call in to 866-606-8255, you'll speak with Mr. Zach Butin and he'll put you on the line with us. 866-606-8255 The show is produced by executive producer Mr. Bob Page Hola, senor Hey, Bobby How are you? We have a special guest joining us in this hour uh, He's going to join us for uh, a few minutes, about a half hour So if you've got questions, you got to call His name is Captain Paul Hebert so We're going to be talking with him And he is from National Geographic Channel's Wicked Tuna So uh, the finale's coming up So you got to make sure you tune in And he's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on so tune in for that with Wicked Tuna, Mr. Paul Hebert from National Geographic Channel. But once again, I'm John Patch.
1: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm
3: Dr. Vince Santonzi.
0: Well, once again, pick up the phone and give us a call at
1: 866-606-TALK.
3: And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch.
1: I'm Dr. Lisa Sentonzi. I'm
3: Dr. Vince Sentonzi.
0: 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. I want to welcome onto the program right now from National Geographic Channel yes. and one of the captains on Wicked Tuna, Mr. Paul Hebert. Hey, Paul, how you doing?
4: Here I am, man. What's happening? How are you? Doing great.
0: You know, I do you recognize that music?
4: Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Hey, you know what? I got to um I you know, I have to admit I'm hooked now and I I don't mean, you know, in the lip or anything like that like a fish,
4: but the upper um, jaw, that's right.
0: I I was watching actually, Nat Geo sent me copies of the show and I got to actually tune in and I'm really hooked. This is a pretty cool show, so I'm looking forward already to next season. Before we go a little further though, I wanna introduce you to the doctors, Doctor Lisa and Doctor Vince.
1: Hi, Paul. Hello, hey Paul, how you doing?
0: How's
4: it going?
0: And of course our executive producer, Mr. Bob Page.
4: Hey Bob. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? <laughs> you sound like you're in a can. What's up with you?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, we've got actually they've got copies of the show which uh, tuning into, in but I want to find out and let the audience know all across America so they can tune in not only to the finale coming up, but also to next season. And it's interesting because I learned a lot on this thing. First of all, who would have thought? You guys are out there, what, in like, uh, I can't say it. It's Massachusetts. How do you say it? Gloucester? Gloucester. 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 Okay. I noticed the accent on you on the television show, too. You got a strong one there.
5: Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with being from up there.
0: No, no. Bobby's Bobby's a huge Boston Red Sox fan.
4: Oh, good. Good for you, man. (laughs) You can't say
0: anything bad about the Red Sox when Bobby's around. Not that no. anybody would, but they had
4: game last week. They had a grand slam. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, I think they were playing the A's. Smoked them.
0: <laughs> True fans. Yeah. True fans. Boston like, Strong. So
4: you got to watch the uh, next episode already?
0: I did. Uh, I, and, I, and I can't give anything away.
4: How do I do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't give anything away either. That's anything? <laughs> you know it's interesting because when you guys are out there on the Atlantic, you guys are fishing for these what? They're bluefins, right? Yeah, that...
4: giant bluefin. That's right. They are the filet mignon of the sea. It's and amazing.
0: I was amazed the
4: fact that. So
1: these, these are tuna, tuna, right? Yeah, bluefin tuna. tuna, and they're
4: gigantic.
1: Yeah. These things are yeah, huge. They
4: get big. There's some big fish out there. When
1: I was younger, we used to catch
4: them. We never even saw like a three or four hundred pounder when I was younger, back in the 70s and 80s, we never did, when we first started seeing these things, it was probably like six or eight years ago, and we were like, where the hell did these things come from? We thought they were born at like four or 500 pounds, because all the fish we used to catch were like 1,000 pounders.
0: You know, most people are familiar with tuna because they see it on their plate, but the thing is, is if you see these, like on this show on Wicked Tuna, these things are almost like dinosaur looking, I mean, they're... Unbelievably strange-looking fish.
4: They are. They are perfectly dynamic to the ocean. You and know,
0: it's funny too because when you're when they're in the water, it's pretty awesome the way uh, Nat Geo films them and you see them in the water and all. But then when you guys pull them up and you have to like once you hook them and you spear them and then you bring yep. them up on the boat. I was amazed. I almost fell over when the first time I saw the one coming up on the boat. I was like, wow, it's it's, it's bigger and longer than man.
4: Yeah. Just <laughs> Unless coming. you guys you know, are sure. these things have to be six feet long for us to keep them. You know, they get a lot, they're smaller and they get a lot bigger. These things, are, you know, they're like 30, 40, 50 pounds overseas. Wow. You know? So, so that's what they catch over there. With we, have tuna. To, we have a regulate. uh, we're very highly regulated over here. They're going to be seventy-three inches or bigger for us to keep. Them.
1: So that's like the length of a, a, a human, a man. Yeah. Six that's, feet. I'm yeah, six, six. Bigger th- than me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a big yeah. fish.
4: I'm 6 yeah. two, so, so it's like three hundred
1: pounds. How many? How many fillets can you get out of one of those? Uh,
4: well, what you what they do is they call them loins.
1: Okay. And they can
4: get four loins, two big loins on each side. Uh-huh. So we ship them all to Japan, anyways. 'Cause that's where they get the big money over there. They get oh, the yeah. delicacy over there. Sashimi. Fish
1: and rice. Right. Yeah, Vince and I lived in Japan for almost four years. We ate a lot of yeah. like, ate a lot of tuna. You like tuna? I love tuna. Did
4: you? Did you oh, like it?
1: Yeah. I don't like the raw stuff. But I do. Vince no, Vince, yeah, no I love it. I'm just too oh. afraid of catching something. But no, I love I love, the love Christmas.
4: Fish fish. There's no mercury or anything in those.
1: No, I mean, like, parasites and, you know, no, hepatitis they they and stuff like that. No,
4: they 60 miles an hour. There ain't a parasite <laughs> that's one of them
1: things. Come on. <laughs> well, if I knew that you caught the fish, I would eat some sashimi from it. If I knew you you caught it, if I knew where it was coming from. Yeah. But, so, you know, when you well, go to a restaurant, you don't know.
4: You'll have to Florida and come here, and I'll catch
1: you some tuna.
4: <laughs>
0: there okay, you go. Sounds, you got an invitation there, sounds, Lisa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That
4: sounds good. You know, it's Let's funny because it looks like a steak. on the boat. So I can I can probably tell you that I do have my own boat for next season.
0: Well that's awesome. Well we're going to yeah. we we're going to come out you're going you're going to have to take us out on the boat and and uh we'll do a show live from your boat or something Absolutely.
1: like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys come on out
4: on the Wicked Pesa. That's the name of the boat.
1: So is it like The Perfect Storm out there that movie? Is it like that with the really rough no, seas it's and not everything? No like that. No. It's, it's
4: it's calm. We go out when it's calm too. Yeah. Especially in June and July. It's really nice weather. Uh-huh. It gets really rough when it in the in October and November and December. That's yep. when it's really rough. When it's amazing though. In
0: the down. one episode, there is a storm that kind of comes in. Oh yeah. And you guys oh, yeah. are you guys are what was it? The Coast Guard came up and said, "Hey, you guys got to head in. You can't stay yeah. out here."
4: Yeah, we were the only ones that stayed out.
0: Because you guys want to make, you know, we're going to take a little break, Paul. When we come back, I want to talk about, you know, basically the tuna. And there's a couple of things that you guys do once you bring it into the, I don't know if you call it the warehouse or the tuna factory or whatever it's called. But when you bring it in, there's a couple of things that you do that I think is kind of fascinating. I want to ask you about that. And then also, um, I want to talk about kind of like how long does it take you to actually hook one of these guys and reel them in but don't give it away we'll come back we're gonna take a little break we're speaking with paul hebert he's one of the captains there on the show it's called wicked tuna and uh two-part wicked tuna finale begins on sunday that is tomorrow may 5th at 9 p.m eastern time pacific time and it concludes on sunday may 12th at 9 p.m eastern pacific time you can check it out on the nat geo channel Uh, So on a cable, you know, towards you, National Geographic channel, Wicked Tuna. We're speaking with Paul Hebert. If you've got a question about uh, Wicked Tuna or fishing for the bluefin, give us a call at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Once again, I'm John Patch.
3: I'm Dr. Vince Onsi. I'm Dr. Vince
0: Onsi. 866-606-8255, 866-606-TALK. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. aquariums and pond keeping are among the most popular of all hobbies in the united states and throughout the world in fact fish are probably the most numerous pet in people's homes and in their businesses in aquarium mania we'll learn more about the secret and not so secret life of fish and other inhabitants the basics of good aquarium keeping the complexities of the aquarium industry and the science and art that surround this fascinating hobby i'm your host roy anong and i'd like to thank you for joining us
2: Aquarian Mania, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
5: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: You're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm
1: Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
3: I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi.
0: 866-606-TALK is the number. 866-606-8255. From the Nat Geo Channel, National Geographic Channel, we're talking with Paul Hebert. He's the captain on the uh, Lisa and Jake. That's the boat there. Up, uh, in Wicked Tuna. Now, don't forget. Now, the finale begins tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern/Pacific time, and concludes on Sunday, May 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern/Pacific time. Got a couple more questions, of course, from Paul Hebert. And if you want to tune into it, we recommend on Nat Geo Channel that you check it out. Hey, Paul, you got a question coming uh from George out in the state of Washington. He's got a question for you, George, in Othello, Washington. Hey, George, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets.
6: Doing pretty good, John. How are you guys good, doing, that, doing out
0: there? Doing good. Are you uh, into
6: fishing, George? Uh, I used to be. Uh, it's funny you say that because I I live in an area uh, where the potholes are. They call it uh, from uh, back in the old days when they had the the uh, what do you call it? Uh, went through and changed the whole land, and now it's all potholes where they have lakes and and fishing season is just open. So. Uh,
0: but nothing though, George. Nothing like what what Paul Hebert's <laughs> doing with these blue fins. I, I mean, amazing
6: fish as big as me—that'd be pretty tough to <laughs> You watch the show, George. You like it? Yeah, it's a cool show. Uh, oh, awesome, man! Thanks, uh, man, for uh, your support. I just don't see how you guys, do, you know, rough it out, tough it out all the time doing that kind of stuff. It. Uh, you might well, just...
4: I—I'll tell you a quick little story. All right, you got a second. I grew up doing this. I was eight years old. When I caught my first thousand pound fish.
6: Really? Um, oh my my gosh. grandfather
4: did it. My father did it. <laughs> my five older brothers did it. Man. My mother did it with my father.
6: Um, she it won the first woman's tuna tournament. It takes a long time a- to follow those in, doesn't it? What's that? It takes you a long time to haul those in. It
4: does. That was probably one of the questions I was going to be asked anyway. Mm -hmm. Anywhere from like I've caught nine hundred pounders in five minutes, but I've caught them also in eight hours. Yeah, that's oh my god. You know what I mean?
1: So you must have some strong arms.
4: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I got all upper body strength. (laughs) You know. <laughs> anyway I like they say in dancing,
6: it's all in the hips <laughs> <laughs> have you ever talked to Charlie is he down there uh, or as uh, what's that the Simpson girl she said it's the chicken of the sea she thinks it's chicken in a can so yeah let's <laughs> yeah. Uh, say uh, now I've, I've I've had pets my whole life and I've always heard that one thing bad and John uh, or the Vincent Lee ought to know this question uh is it okay to feed your dog uh tuna i heard it worked. absolutely it is occasionally
1: absolutely. i would say occasionally if you yeah. feed if you Not feed cats it's very just, rich yeah. yeah and if you feed cats exclusively tuna they can develop a um it's a vitamin deficiency i can't remember which vitamin right
4: i know that Tory. Cats Tory. have that they will yeah. get a stomach Not problem because it's a very rich food if you mix it you yeah, would like exactly. their food a little bit, like yeah, exactly. once a couple every couple weeks or so something's fine. Or, or occasionally
1: as a, treat. As, a treat. Yeah, yeah. as a treat. Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. Fish, is, fish is good for kind of, animals. How yeah. about salmon and that kind of stuff? Is that rich too? Salmon is great. I mean, salmon and tuna, they're very rich in omega three fatty acids, which are that's, great for yeah. your brain, your heart, your skin, your uh your arteries. It helps with, with your blood pressure. It well helps that's what with I think skin. is interesting too, yeah.
0: Paul. When 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 like Dr. Lisa's talking about what it's good for, and does yeah. that does that increase the price? right because when you were bringing in these fish on on Wicket tuna i mean they're slabbing them down in that what do you call it where do you take them to is it a warehouse or something we or... we
4: take them that's our fish buyer they all have different fish buyers everyone has their own and the the fish house that we go to they process them right there the one that dave's go dave goes to they just put them in a truck but and it's they interesting process you know, them when they get to the plant so.
0: when you bring them in i mean they cut these guys up and you insert some kind of like a pipe, little, little tiny pipe thing that pulls some of the meat out, and then they look yeah, at They get
4: a core sample. That's what that is. They and, go in there for the core sample to see if the fish is burnt. Like I said earlier, they swim 60 miles an hour, huh. so they can burn from the inside out. Oh now, what gosh. I call it, if you're a slacker when you catch a fish, you don't ice your fish to cool it down. That's what happens. They burn.
0: Well, what's the least like, amount like pound wise versus the, the most amount you Paul have gotten for a tuna, say five hundred pounds.
4: I w for this year or my life? It,
0: it, basically for you know, throughout Wicked Tuna for like the
1: last year.
4: Um I think we get one for like twenty eight bucks a pound.
1: Wow. You know, it's almost mm-hmm.
4: twenty grand for one fish. That's, the Japanese like,
1: will pay that. Yeah, well yeah.
4: Oh yeah. They get twice the amount. Look, when we sell a fish, it costs whatever we get back it's called back to the boat. See, so we get 20 bucks back to the boat. That fish sold for 38 bucks a pound over in Japan because yeah. really? it costs money for air freight, packing, right. shipping, trucking, right. icing. So it costs like 20 bucks a pound to do it, you know, plus they get their 15%
6: commission mm-hmm. on but the fish they for it, doing it. Don't they yeah. buy it at that price and then they resell it at even higher price, don't they? Oh, yeah, they try. That's why you pick a dealer and you just go with who you feel comfortable with. You know, if it winds up in a restaurant, the restaurant really jacks it up.
1: Captain, (laughs) when they take... you
6: get what you pay for, you know. Yeah, exactly.
1: When they take that core sample, uh, do they also test it for things like mercury and parasites and things like that, too? No,
4: that core sample is, you could tell by the meat. And I know once in a while we do have marine biologists there, and they work on the eyes, the ears, and Mm -hmm. the cheeks. On the fish,
1: mm-hmm. and I know
4: they do it there. They take it back to yeah, a Yeah, because
1: that's where it would concentrate. None
4: of our fish that came in here has
6: ever had parasites in it. Hey Paul, cool. yeah, uh, cool. With that Fukushima thing that happened over in Japan with the nuclear power plant, is there any concerns over uh, fish with radiation poisoning or anything? Like yeah, that? but the fish
4: over there are different from the ones over here.
6: Are they? You know what
4: I mean? Those fish over there stay in those waters. The ones that come from, like, Spain and Portugal, those ones filter into the Gulf Stream. And, uh, you know, and then I'm sure a few of those the Maine and stuff like that. But the ones we catch off of Gloucester and Provincetown and off of Cape Cod, those ones usually stick right around. Are you mean, to the are, Grand I, Banks, the, you know.
0: Paul, are you so, able to fish, like, once a year? Is that when tuna season is?
4: June 1st is when it's day.
0: June 1st. For how many June weeks?
4: June 1st. It's giant bluefin season.
0: Are you only allowed to us. take so many?
4: We could take three a day.
0: Three a
1: day. If
4: you're lucky enough to get that many, you can catch three a day.
0: It's
1: but amazing, you'll know
4: on the show, it takes us three or four days to catch three sometimes. You're going to Georgia's bank.
0: But if you have a good day, or I should say a good week or whatever, you can make yep. a large amount of money. Yeah, we sure can. Hey, we got to take a little break. George it's and Othello, as always, thanks. You
4: take care out there. Take, take care, George. Paul, oh, don't go George. away. See you, we're,
0: pal. we're coming back with Paul Hebert, the captain there on uh, Wicked Tuna. You can tune in again. The uh, Tuna Wicked Tuna finale begins tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time. and concludes on Sunday, May 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time on Nat Geo, that's National Geographic Channel. And don't forget, uh, tune in next season and hopefully maybe me, Lisa Vince and Bobby will all come out there (laughs) and we'll be out on that boat and we'll be spending a day with Paul because you guys would die when you, I, I know I would to see this thing coming up. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: we'll watch it tomorrow night.
0: And we're gonna actually we'll talk it. about it a little bit more. I want to ask Paul how many times a shark has come after his tuna. So we'll be right back with Paul Hebert, the captain there on uh, Lisa and Jake. That's the boat that he's on there in Wicked Tuna. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
2: Yeah. He-ha- 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 radio has the dog on fur flying. Fantastic. For our listeners, go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of items at Petco. PetcoDeals.com. But, but that's not all. Are you
4: talking to me?
2: Pet Life Radio listeners Try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, Go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. Go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac.
5: Talk Pets.
0: Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetlifeRadio.com.
5: With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA today, live from the ranch. Here's your host, John Patch.
0: Out of Lafitte, Louisiana, oil giant BP has agreed to pay $340 million to restore four of the barrier islands that act as hurricane buffers for Louisiana's mainland and create two fish research hatcheries in the state, according to Republican Governor Jindal announced. Dr. Lisa...
1: From Bozeman, Montana, at Montana State University, final exam stress is going to the dogs. The Bozeman Daily Chronicle reported Intermountain Therapy Animals is bringing dogs to campus this week to help students take a break from the stress of studying.
3: From Santa Rosa, California, in the You Won't Believe It category, authorities say sun refracted off a dog's shiny water bowl and ignited a fire at Terry and Shay Weisbrick's home on Wednesday. The fire was quickly put out, but it left a hole in the siding, the press Democrat reported.
0: I guess that would make sense, though. I mean, it could, you know, I guess Not it could. Off. I mean, hot sun, reflective, stainless guess so. steel. You never know. In St. Louis, Missouri, the St. Louis Office of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives is getting its first explosive sniffing dog. The ATF said the 15-month-old chocolate Labrador retriever Andy was raised by prison inmates through the program Puppies Behind Bars.
1: From Riverhead, New York, the Riverhead Foundation for Marine Research and Preservation has released a male porpoise named Noodle six months after he stranded himself. A satellite tag was attached to his dorsal fin, and maps tracking his movements will be available for public viewing on the Foundation's website.
3: From Tallahassee, Florida, the state will issue more than 5,000 alligator hunting permits for the 2013 season, which runs from August 15th through November 1st, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. The news press reported permits cost $262 for Florida residents and $1,022 for non-residents.
0: And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch.
1: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm
3: Dr. Vince Santonzi.
0: Don't forget, we're talking, of course, about Wicked Tuna. And you can tune in on uh, May 5th and at, uh, May 12th for the finale, the two-part finale. Uh, that's at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time on National Geographic Channel. You can also check them out on their website at natgeotv.com forward slash WickedTuna. So you can go right to their website. But right now you can go to our website, TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. You can watch us live on the webcam. Just click on Watch Live at the top of the homepage and you can watch us right now on the cam. And also please join us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, become part of our Talkin' Pets family. Once again, give us a call at
1: 866-606-TALK.
4: Woke up this morning wanting to die. Then I remembered, yes, I knew why. She was a good one till she turned to flake. I'm going fishing
0: or jump in the lake. And you're listening to talking Pets, I'm John Patch.
1: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
3: I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi.
0: Two-part Wicked Tuna finale begins on Sunday. That's tomorrow, May 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time and concludes on Sunday, May 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time. You can check it out on Nat Geo Channel. Don't forget you can go to their website for more information at natgeotv.com forward slash Tuna. And uh, we do have them linked up with our uh, Twitter and Facebook as well. And we do have them on our homepage there at talkinpets.com, T A L K I N Pets And you can also watch us live on the webcam if you wish to. We're talking right now with Paul Hebert, he's one of the captains there on the vessel, Lisa and Jake. I gotta ask you, Paul, when you were on Wicked Tuna, weren't you uh, weren't you on another boat? Yeah. Did you get fired?
4: Yeah. I no I fished with Dave for quite a few years, the tuna dot com. Yep. Yeah. Best thing that ever happened to me, man.
0: And now you got on uh, Lisa and uh, and
4: Jake. Yeah, I'm just run. I just ran that boat for the end of the season there because there was still like you know three, four, five weeks left of the season. So I was like, well, I think I'll go run a boat for the end of the season.
0: So you said next season you're getting your own boat.
4: I have my own boat right now, starting June first. Awesome. Yep. Awesome.
0: Well good, we're ready for our trip.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, up. Yeah. pack your bags, baby. Get up here. <laughs> I would
0: love I would love to see this in person. It is fascinating. How many people oh, I'm do you telling have? To- you'd love it.
1: How many people do you have to have on your crew? It's only me and my brother. Wow. That's on
4: the crew. Yep. Yep.
1: Is it a pretty dangerous job?
4: It it be dangerous if you're silly and you don't know what you're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. You I gotta ask get, you.
4: You can get hurt. I've seen people get pulled over that before. That's for sure.
0: How many times actually did you encounter? Have you encountered any sharks? Like going after your tuna when you're pulling it an oh, in or anything? Absolutely,
4: absolutely. That you saw the great white we caught last episode. I did.
0: I did see that. I wasn't going to say yeah. anything, but I did see that, and that yeah. was pretty scary.
4: <clears throat> so everybody goes their whole lifetime. You know, hoping they could catch a great white or get close to one, and we just happened to catch one.
1: That's, it was really amazing. It. What do you yeah. What do you do with a, a great white once you catch it?
4: We could, we catch it, and we tagged it, and we let it go because, uh-huh. you know, they, they're endangered, they yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. So we tagged it, and uh, the next person that catches it, hopefully, you know, in about five years, they'll be able to track its whereabouts, where it went,
0: oh, how yeah, far it cool. swam, all that so that's good information
4: yeah yeah we do that with all the little tuners, too, you know all the little ones that we throw back that we can't keep we tag all those too
0: so that you said they have to be what six feet you said
4: 73 inches
0: and so they have to be 73 inches is there a weight limitation or that
4: that's like no just 73 inches that's roughly you know 250 pounds a little bit bigger
0: but some of them that I saw on Wicked Tuna, actually, they were weighing 500 up to 600 pounds.
4: Oh, yeah. Those are the ones we target. Those are the ones we want. And we you, want said, every day.
0: you said you it takes like minutes to hours to pull these guys in. But I noticed on Wicked Tuna that uh, there was something where, I guess, it got dehooked. The hook fell out or
5: something.
4: Oh, that happens a lot. Really? Yeah, that happens a lot. You lose a lot of fish, you know.
5: A 500-pound tuna, how old a fish is that?
4: That, you know, it's roughly, I would say, like, I know an 800-pounder is like 30 to 35 years old. Wow. So, yeah, it's probably 20 years old, you know, 500-pounder, 15 years old, somewhere in there.
3: Well, can't they get up to, like, even like 900,000
4: pounds? More than that. Wow. When I was younger, I think, I'm trying to remember how old I was. I think I was, like, 12 years old, 11 or 12. My dad and I used to catch them with hand lines. This was back in the 70s and 80s, and we got a 1,284 and 1,172 on the same day.
1: Oh, my My gosh.
5: You got to think of a fish that big is pretty sneaky and just as tired at that age. They've been getting away without being caught all that time. They were lazy, (laughs) but you got
4: their weight. They get on their side, and they kick that tail a few times. Believe me, it's nothing for them to take 500 feet of line out.
3: Yeah, good
4: not, lord! You're not gonna hold it.
3: And they're pretty fast too. And oh, when absolutely, swimming.
4: they swim up to 50, 60 miles an hour.
3: Oh
1: my gosh! Like oh, a yeah. cheetah
0: in That's Africa. How
1: they turn Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. man versus fish, rod versus fin, one catch at a time. It's called wicked tuna. We're speaking with Paul Hebert, one of the captains on the show. It's on National Geographic Channel. You can watch the two part Wicked Tuna finale tomorrow at nine PM Eastern Pacific Time and next Sunday, May twelfth, at nine PM Eastern Pacific Time. They'll be back next season on National Geographic. Paul, not to give away, but you've got a little purse that you're going after in this finale, right? You're trying to yeah. you're trying to make yeah. fifty thousand, aren't you?
4: I'm hoping. You know, that was my uh you know, I, I got on the boat. And they were like, well, you've got a big handicap for the season because everybody was way ahead of me because I fished with Dave and I caught a bunch of fish on his boat. So everybody was what? 10 weeks ahead of me? You know?
0: So the so whole. The I whole, jumped
4: in at the very end, and so I was like, well,
0: it's a lot to I, make hope up. I can
4: make 50 grand.
0: And what is it you guys are after like for the season to see who is the top winner based on how much money you can bring in, right?
4: Yeah, there's a competition in there. You know, we're all competitive with each other. They used to, every one of my brothers used to be on different boats, and we used to compete with each other. The competition is very, very high stakes.
0: You know, one thing I noticed too with Wicked tuna, there's a part, there's a certain part. I think it was in the beginning or maybe middle of the, of the of the show where they come to a black screen and they put up there that the dwindling tuna population since the 1950s.
4: Yep, yeah, but the last two years, the government. From what the Washington called ICAT, they have used the scientists, their own scientists, that the populations has have tripled in the
1: last two years. Oh wow! Yeah, that's good news. Yeah. Is More that, fish for you to catch. They have tripled.
0: It's amazing population. though, because you guys got those like fish detectors on your boats, and all of a sudden it's like you can see them, kind of right with your radar thing, and then all of a sudden, oh next yeah, thing, you know, fish finders. Yeah, and then yep. wham! I yep. right away, then the, the, there goes that reel. And it looks. I can't
4: like wait it, to get you guys out there so I'm, you can see it. It would be, it would be
0: amazing.
4: Yeah,
3: I'd it would, be embarrassed. I mean, I've I, I've I, I always considered myself a heavy duty fisherman. I bragged about like I the nine fishing. inch bluegill I caught <laughs> in the canal oh, behind my girl. house. <laughs> God <laughs> bless. Oh, a
4: bait for one of these.
3: The biggest thing
0: I caught, I think, was a bass, and that may yeah. have been you know six, seven pounds or something like that, but. And I love the we, bass fish. I, I've gone trout fishing, bass fishing, but not tuna.
4: Bluefish for hook
0: wow, yeah. It's an amazing show. And congrats on that. And um, and congrats on next season. And that would be kind of cool <laughs> to sit on your boat one time. So, But oh, pe- people fun. across America can sit on your boat every season to watch Wicked Tuna.
4: Every Sunday night. That's Sunday it. 9 o'clock
0: v-
1: Vince and I will be watching tomorrow night. Nice. I'll be live-tweeting.
4: <laughs> okay all right Paul I want to I'll thank you for tweet with my tweet hot rachel I want,
0: <laughs> I want to thank you for joining us here on talking pets Paul and congrats you on it. your own boat and next season and congrats on a great show wicked tuna it's an awesome, Thanks, awesome man program. we all work
4: really hard everybody works very hard
0: well congrats on it you do a good job and it's a great show you reeled me in no yeah, pun intended. Well we got
4: a good network we're working with, so Natchez is a good network. Yeah, yeah you can't beat Natchez. They're really good to us.
0: That's that's yeah, definitely. Paul, what's your uh, Twitter?
4: The Twitter is Wicked Tuna Paul.
0: Wicked okay. Tuna, oh, Paul. Tuna Paul. All right, Bobby's setting it up on our Twitter and everything Thank now, you so Paul. you're all set. Got it. Paul Hebert, thanks for joining us here on the show, Talking Pets, and congrats and uh, best of luck with next season.
1: Thanks, man. You guys have a good day. You too. Thank you. Thanks,
0: Paul. You got it. That's Paul Hebert, the captain right now this season on uh, Lisa and Jake. But as he said, he gave it away. He's got his own boat for next season. So you can tune in next season and see Paul Hebert. Fascinating show. It's called Wicked Tuna. Again, it's on uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time. and concludes on Sunday, May 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time on Nat Geo Channel. So I highly recommend it. It's really a fascinating program.
1: Yeah, we're going to start watching. I'm going to watch it tomorrow night. I'm, it's cool, I,
0: yeah. My, my Paul's got a lot is, to say. My interest
1: is peaked, and he sounds like quite a character.
0: He is. He yeah. is. He's a fun guy, definitely. That would be awesome. I
1: like him go. already, just talking to we him. We have to
3: take a road trip up to uh, Gloucester, Massachusetts. That's how you say Gloucester. Please,
5: Gloucester. can we stop by Fenway? That sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, it sounds like we
0: have the whole trip already planned.
1: Yeah, maybe when we uh, next year we're gonna go up with uh, you to the uh, the dog show. What's yeah, the dog Westminster. Show? Westminster? Westminster, and then we'll take a trip from a New York trip. up to. Uh, oh, but it won't be the right time of year. It'll
0: be February. It's
1: gotta be. Yeah, we gotta go in June.
0: Yeah, the season begins he in June. He didn't
1: say he didn't say how long the season lasted. It was
0: five weeks. I five believe. weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pretty amazing though, and I mean, in five weeks if you can catch three fish a day, and you get anywhere from. Like fifteen thousand to thirty thousand per per fish.
1: Yeah, but he said it's unusual to yeah, catch three it fish is. per day. And it, there's overhead you're paying your
5: boat, and I'm sure yeah. there are taxes. Yeah, and, fees and you've got your crew if you, if you have a crew, and so. Yeah.
1: And it sounds like a really hard job. Can you imagine? It's it hard,
5: of, and it looks like it's
0: interesting because when they when they do the show, it looks like it could get a little boring at times because if you don't have anything coming in, you're sitting out there and you know in the sun on the water in a boat.
5: It's just like you yeah. said, it's one of those jobs, though, when he grew up doing it. His yeah. dad did it. His dad's yes. dad did it, blah, blah,
0: blah. Right. Second nature. Yeah.
1: Second nature. And
0: yeah. you can tell he loves it. You can oh, yeah. absolutely tell He's he very loves it. You can hear that he loves it. it. So, Cool show, Wicked Tuna. Check it out on Nat Geo channel. And when we come back, uh, Bobby's got a story, but then also I want to talk about another show that's going to be coming on Nat Geo as well. I'll give you a little hint on that one. But stay
3: tuned. I'm John Patch.
1: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
3: I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. You're listening to. Talking Pets.
0: Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
1: Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes.
0: Jungle Deep. When I talk about exotic animals, I am not talking about goats and salamanders. No.
2: This is Dr. Jones of the Jungle Deep podcast. On my show, we explore the jungle, searching for the most exotic, most endangered animals on Earth. If you love nature and her creatures like I do,
0: listen to Jungle Deep.
2: Jungle Deep 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 Talk pets. Let's
0: talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com.
5: Ever think your gerbil could do more in life than in its cage or in your living room will allow? For the Talking Pets News Refine Pop page, dozens of gerbils are scurrying to New England this weekend in the hopes of squeaking out a victory in the annual pageant held by the American Gerbil Society. The competition in Bedford, Mass., will feature agility demonstrations where the gerbils must overcome various obstacles and race to the end of a course. Small rodents vie for coveted ribbons based on body type and agility. The show draws gerbil enthusiasts from all around the country. 14 year old Sarah Caden from Jersey thinks gerbils have great personalities. She says, even though they're so little, they're very different from each other and they smell a lot less than my brother's hamsters. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Bob Page.
0: It's actually kind of a catchy little gerbil tune. It is. You know, it's funny, Bobby. Um, You know, on that story about the gerbils, you can actually see the video at TalkingPets.com. And remember, no G in the talking. It's T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. Right on the homepage, there's the gerbil pageant. Just click on the video, and there it is. It'll explain and show you what these gerbils are actually doing in this pageant. And it's funny because um, recently on the show, we had uh, Vitacraft on Sunseed. You guys are probably familiar with Sunseed, no? No. Uh, no? That's a bird, bird food company and everything. But they deal with like hamsters and gerbil stuff and everything. So they gave away a bunch of uh, hamster kits, hamster gerbil kits, like okay. the cage, the wheel, the whole yeah. thing. So I gave mine to uh, Haley, um, which is my friend April's little girl. She's mm-hmm. almost like my daughter. And um, so I gave it to her, and we went hamster shopping the other night. So And we walked in. And there was one black hamster. Hamsters are hard to find. Have you guys heard this? They're like... Really? Well,
1: I think hamsters are less friendly than they gerbils. They are, yeah. Aren't they? They're yeah. a little bit more. Gerbils are
0: more popular. Yeah. Apparently they are, and apparently according to Bobby's story is that the, it's funny. It was ironic when he read that because April called me last night and she was just like, you yeah, know, these hamsters kind of stink. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um, in the story they talk about gerbils don't smell as bad as hamsters, mm-hmm. so I guess that's true.
3: These gerbils.
1: This, but this... by the way,
0: to finish the story, there we ended up going in for one hamster. We ended up walking out with two. We couldn't let them be alone, so it was good to have companions.
1: Are well, they the same sex? I hope. Yes, Otherwise, you're going to have more than two. No, hamsters. we
0: made sure there were okay. two females.
3: Well, actually, hamsters are are uh, more solitary as well. One would do fine. Gerbils are actually more. <laughs> your
1: associated. microphone is sinking. <laughs> yeah,
0: your mic is going limp there, Vince. Um, you need to tighten that little knobby thing over there. But um, it's it's funny too because um, when we were there, the, there was this young girl that was getting a <laughs> hamster too. There was only three, and we ended up getting two, and she got one. But she was like, "Yeah, you don't want to get." <laughs> you don't want to get the males because they got big butts. And I was like, that's not their butt. Uh,
1: yeah, I think that's their, their <laughs> And she package. gave
0: me this look like, huh? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, that is their testicles. Mm-hmm. And she was like, huh? <gasps> and I was like, that's true. <laughs>
1: oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's normal anatomy. It's huge. Those mm-hmm.
0: are huge. Hey, but um, speaking of National Geographic Channel, um, we were just talking with Paul Hebert, but, and, you know, you can tune in tomorrow and next week for uh, Wicked Tuna. But eight ex- a new show coming out, eight extreme survivalists, 3,000 miles through the Alaska wild, only the gear on their backs, their mission, to get out alive. In Ultimate Survival Alaska, National Geographic Channel presents an epic competition series where the only prize is survival. No watch, no GPS, no phone, nothing. Just the wits and the gear on their back. And that's the way it should be done. Now, they are some of the toughest, most extreme survivalists that Alaska has to offer. Going head-to-head, eight men of a rare breed are about to take the ultimate test of survival in Arctic conditions that only National Geographic can inspire. No tent, no phone, no watch, no GPS.
1: They're all men?
0: Yep. 3,000 miles across Alaska's wild, this is hardcore. This is Old School Adventure, now bring it on. Starting Sunday, May 12th at 10 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time before moving to its regular time Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time beginning May 19th, go off the grid with Ultimate Survival Alaska, an epic new series that follows three survival survival experts on a 10-leg expedition in the brutal and dangerous Alaska terrain. Amazing. You can find out more, too, at natgotv.com. That's their website. But actually, Lisa, um, it's uh, Dallas C V, 26 years old. Uh, Tyrell C 28 years old. Um, brothers. Marty Rainey, 56 years old. Matt Rainey, 30 years old. Austin Manelik, 24 years old. William Pretty, uh, 57 years old. Tyler Johnson, 36 years old. And Brent Sass, 32 years old. Now, he's done a six 1,000-mile dog sledding expedition for the Yukon Quest long um, but those are the people no women hmm. interesting yeah that would have been kind of cool just a couple of gentlemen it. out in the woods Yep, trying to survive but i guess they got to get they get dropped off at of point a and they have to make it to point b mm-hmm. which is the final destination and uh then that person will win but they they're going against all this odds
1: kind of interesting it does
0: i mean could you
5: imagine being dropped off in the wild no. and you gotta get from point a to point b how
3: do you get to be a contestant?
1: i feel I mean. like that when i drive over to your house
5: you, want,
1: <laughs> you have to be an extreme survivalist. That's how you get on the show. You yeah. have to be into that kind of stuff.
0: I, I would imagine you can go on to their website, though, Vince, if you want to like apply for next year. <laughs> Nat Natgeotv.com. You can check Vince it out. Vince wants to
1: do that in the Everglades. Now, I want, see, the I'm going to do the Everglades survival Alaska.
0: I'm not, I don't think I would fare too well in the snow and the cold, but like, I always wanted to be on um, survival. Survivor, so,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: I've always wanted to be a contestant on Survivor, dying to be on Survivor, but I don't think they'd take me because I have a heart condition. So, but that should be up to me, right? I should say, okay, I don't
5: care if I die
0: out
1: no, on that island, I die out on no, that. No, there's too much liability. Well, why me. don't
5: you skip the TV show and just go on one of these survival trips that these like, uh, you know, companies put together for regular people?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: and see if you could hack that.
3: I could hack it. You want to do the Everglades challenge with me? Do we do a canoe trip Through the um,
1: I think
0: the what runs? we should do Is we should sign up for um, I always want to do it With my brother Or my nephew Ryan But we should maybe Go on um, Amazing Race I'd love to be on that oh, show Oh my sister cool.
1: tells he, I love that show My sister always tells me That Vince and I Should go on that show You guys should Because have lived All over the world You
0: guys You yeah. guys apply and then I'll play with my nephew Ryan because I wanted to do that with Ryan. That would and be uh, fun. we'll see if we get picked. That would that be would awesome. Can you imagine us competing against each other? That would be really cool. <laughs> that would be cool. We'd beat you. Or the four of, <laughs> I the don't four know. of us
1: could work together. I could be
0: very competitive. We can until the end. Yeah. And then it's like any man throat. goes. Cutthroat. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, thanks for joining us here on Talkin' Pets. You can check out Wicked Tuna on National Geographic Channel. It's tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time, and as well as the finale next week on the 12th, 9 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time on the Nat Geo Channel. From myself, John Patch.
1: Dr.
3: Dr. Vincent Santonzi.
0: Dr. Vince Bob Page. Hey, stay new to your pets and help control that pet population. Thanks for joining us here on Talkin' Pets in this hour. We'll talk to you again very soon. Take care and check us out at TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking, And join us on Facebook and Twitter. Bye for now in this hour. Of talking
2: Pets. Say bye. bye.
5: Bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on
0: demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.